Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CCR 505 Studios. That's right. And for those of you that follow us, he's back. Yep. Uh, it's been about five months. Almost five months. Five months. I had some health problems, yeah. but I'm, I'm almost there. I'm back back in the saddle. Right. I, I almost feel like we should be playing the Welcome Back Carter song. Well, well we can do that if you want. <laughs> we'll throw it in the background. Yeah, but yeah, he's back, people. <laughs> yep, and we'll be squatching in no time. I told him not to do that with certain females, and he just didn't listen. Live and learn. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. All right, well, we're going to talk about our favorite topic tonight, of course, Sasquatch. Right. So, uh, Vince, you want to tell them what we kind of watched and what we're going to discuss? Yeah. Well, I've had a lot of time on my hands, so I had to, I got to go through quite a few documentaries, and uh, if I saw one worth watching, I would shoot it over to him. Right. And the latest one we watched is called Bigfoot Encounters. Right. And it's on Tubi. If any of you have Tubi, or if you don't have it, download the app. It's all free. And they have quite a quite a bit Sasquatch Bigfoot documentaries. Uh, they have they have a decent library that you could binge watch for at least a month. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, and that's pretty much what I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it was pretty good. Uh, it starts off with uh, I think three different guys, and uh, they all claim to be researchers. Uh, and I think two of them are Bigfoot hunters, actually. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, and there was one guy. Um, I, I should have wrote down their names, but he he said he don't carry a gun because he's a no-kill kind of guy. Right. But uh, I, I still think that's a bad idea. Anytime you go into the forest or where there's animals that can overpower you, you need to carry a gun. Right. I, I mean, in the documentary, he said that, but others said they won't go into the forest without a gun. Right, right. So, you know, there's that side of the story as to where you got the pacifist that's saying, I'm not going to go into the forest because I don't want to kill anything. I'm there to observe. But yet we don't know these creatures. We don't know their behavior because why? They're not in captivity and they're elusive. So we really don't know how they behave. Right, right. But these guys had a, a lot of good points. Um, a lot of them we figured out on our own. Right. Some of them we've heard from other people. Yep. So I, I guess our Sasquatch research isn't a bust. Uh, no, These guys are not. finding the same thing. Right. I mean, they're coming to the same conclusions. They're hearing the same sounds we hear. You know, I've seen and heard so many videos of they're like, this is what we caught. And we're like, well, you know, that's kind of what we heard when we were up there. Right. So no matter where these creatures roam or where they dwell, it seems like the vocalization is it's similar no matter where you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, the vocalizations are similar. Now, let's talk about the size. We've talked about this before, but, right. but one of the big Phil hunters, he... He hit on this also. He did. And he has the same theory we do, that the Bigfoot in the south are smaller, uh, more athletic, because, uh, you know, it's it's hotter weather, so it's 
the winters ain't that bad. No. So it's their best interest not to carry a lot of fat. Right. While up north, they do carry more fat. That's why they're more bulky. And also they're bigger because they have bigger competition. Right. Like grizzlies, 2,000-pound grizzlies. So to be the apex predator, they need to uh, step up their game up, up north. No, they, they really do. I mean, and you're right because... To do something like that, and like we talked about, it, it is normally warmer in the southern states. It doesn't really get the freeze that up north and, you know, the Arctic as where these other bigger creatures are. Right. And you're right. And so they got to stay lean because if they don't, if they carry too much weight, you know, the creatures that have adapted to that area are going to outrun them. They're not going to get food. Right, right. Now, uh... One of the first stories that the, the first gentleman was talking about is uh, they were out and they came across a fresh kill, the pig. Right. Now, he said the pig had just been killed. It was still quivering and, you know, hadn't quite died yet. But uh, they saw something in the tree. They thought it was a branch, but it turned out to be a rib from the pig. Now, whatever killed that pig, he grabbed it by the legs and hit it against a tree so hard. One of the ribs stuck in there and he snapped both the legs. Right. So I don't know anything in the forest other than a Sasquatch that has that ability. I mean, think for a moment. I mean, you out there listening to or watching, think for a moment. To grab a full-grown hog, maybe 500 pounds? Yeah. Some of them yeah, for a big full-grown hog. And to grab it by the hind legs and just whip it about like it's a, a toy bat that you bought from Walmart. Right. That's some strength. And to have the force to swing it and crack it, and once a rib crack sticks in, that's some force. And they said the rib was about six feet up in the tree. See, and yeah, but just think, I'm just thinking, that's force. So if you came across one of these creatures and it could do that, you don't stand a chance. Right. If you were to provoke it. Right. And uh, now we know, well, that to me that proves that Bigfoot do eat meat. A lot of people say, oh, no, they, they uh, berries and nuts right. like a bear, or, but uh, uh, omnivore, you know, they right. take advantage of whatever's, whatever's there. there. I think during the summer they do a lot of fish and uh, berries and nuts, just like that guy said. The right. fish is plentiful in the summer. In the winter, that's when they go after the game. Right, and they have to. Right. I mean. and, and one of them had a good point. He said these are intelligent creatures. You, don't, you need the, the meat fat to yeah. develop your brain like that, grow right. it that way. Right, and he's right. I mean that's that's crazy, but yeah, this this documentary was really good. Um, you know, Tubi offers a lot of free documentaries, and people are going to think just because they're free, they're cheap. They may not be high budget productions, but I think they always have right. good information that that we're either thinking about or we've experienced ourselves. Right, and they're they're good documentaries. I'm just saying, if I'm I'm not paid by Tubi, but if you're a Sasquatch hunter or enthusiast, check out what's on Tubi. Right. And a lot of them look like they're shot with just a GoPro. Right. But, I mean, it's good. It's good. And, and I guess what I'd like to see this, because these, these are films done by real people. Right. It's like if me and you went out and did a documentary, which maybe we will. We talked about it. Uh, I think we could push it like they do, uh, because they're like just regular people pushing their... X groups in the mountains like we do. Right, right. And uh, 
bringing what they have found. So I think we need to do the same. We're going to bring you what we found. Right, and uh, we know someone in Gallup if we want to do a reenactment. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to uh, the video we were watching. Yeah. (laughs) See, we always get off track. I know. Yeah, it's all good. Anyway, no, they brought up some good, good uh, information. Some of the stories, how when these guys... Uh, witnessed it or saw it, how it changed their life. Right. You know, that's one thing everyone says. It's a life-changing experience. You're either going to want to stay far from it and be detached, or it's going to pique your curiosity, right. and you're going to want to know more about this creature. Right. Like one of them said, there's three kinds of people right. in this world when it comes to Bigfoot. The ones that flat out won't believe, even if they see a body. Right. The ones that believe but are kind of on the fence, and then the knowers who have had an experience. Right, and, and that's so true. Right, and these guys claim to have several experiences where they've had Class A sightings. Right, no, I mean, it was, you know, what, what can you, I mean, they did have some experiences, and you would think that down in the southern parts, swampy land where they're at, that these creatures wouldn't be there. You would, in my mind, I always thought Bigfoot, they got to stay in the mountains and, you know, that's not the case. They're everywhere. Right. They're, they're plucking chickens out of farmland, killing geese. Right. And one of the stories was uh, somebody went into a farm and they had, what, about nine geese? Nine geese. Said, and he killed one or all of them? I, uh, he killed, I thought he killed all of them. Okay. But, uh, and then the one he, he ate, I guess he plucked the feathers and put them in a nice pile. Yeah. And they said if it was coyotes, there's no way they would mess with a bunch of geese. No. Geese are too mean. Yeah, the geese would attack them. Yeah. But yeah, no, he, 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 and you're right. He, he, she, whatever, the creature, and they're saying it was a Sasquatch, plucked the feathers. And now think about that. That takes intelligence to know that before I eat this, if I don't want the feathers in my mouth, I got to pluck them. Yeah, and it like, also takes a thumb. That's yeah. kind, of, yeah, and that's kind of human behavior because that's what humans do. Right. So I've heard both sides of the theory that oh, they're hybrid human and primate, and then you hear the people that say no, they're just pure primate. Right. Now, a lot of people, as as far as their breeding, one of the theories they talked about is uh, when they have a, a good breeding population, that's right. when you get those human-like tracks. Right. Real perfect tracks. Right. And if there's a lot of inbreeding, one of the signs is they'll be missing digits on their feet. Yeah. Now, here's my question. When they did say that, I'm like, how do you know? Right. That's my question to him. How do you know? Yeah, but that's all he said. I mean, it makes sense because if humans inbreed, there's genetic problems that occur during birth, you know. Right. And I'm not going to say it, you know, if you, you kids out there cross-sighted, I'm not saying it. No, I'm just... Right, if he has webbed feet, you know. Right, now, and, you know, and, and extra digits and just mental problems. And it's known, science knows it, so I, I hope you don't get offended because it's only the truth. <laughs> right, right, right. But, uh... That's just his theory, but um, I have seen uh, uh, casts right. where they're missing a digit or the foot looks kind of deformed. Yeah, or, or and we've seen casts where the, the foot's injured and like one toe just shooting out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I believe that. I mean, you know, it's like anything else. It's We're not, not meant to inbreed because then there becomes genetic problems. But right, right. And I think it goes for them too, especially since I believe they have human DNA. 
Yes. That's what gives them their intelligence. Now, we know primates, they're intelligent, but we're still smarter than the chimps out there. Right. You know, so. Right. And that, that just uh, one question is how did they get that human DNA? That's the, that's the $1 million question, people. If you can answer it, call us. Well, that's just the same thing with the Sherpas in Tibet, the ones right. who could climb up. They have a, a certain gene in their DNA that allows them to breathe better the thin air. Right. We're all using tanks going up, and they, they got the backpacks. But it, it, came, it came from, a, I want to say, like a Neanderthal <clears throat> back in the day, because that's where they chased the, the gene back to. Right. So how did that happen? Wow. Now, we've all heard of stories of Neanderthals, because they, they lived here side by side with the humans, right. stealing the women, or even Sasquatch stealing the women. Right. And maybe they retreated to the higher areas like that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I watched a different documentary, uh, since we're on the subject, and what he did do is he killed most of the guys, and he took the woman back to the cave, and he, even, he raped her. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But it, it, I don't know, do different species... Will they take, or are, are they close enough that it will take? Well, I, I think if you, if you look at a species, look, let's look at all species in the wild that breed. What's, what's the one that breeds with, within the pack, the one that gets his choice? The one that says, oh, that's a fine-looking yeah, fox. The alpha. Or the alpha. And he becomes the alpha because he's dominant. He's the biggest, the strongest, the toughest. No one could stand against him. So, right. And if we look at that in human terms... I don't think that happens. No, no. <laughs> Everyone says they're an alpha, but let's look around us. <laughs> if, if you watch a Big Bang Theory, you know that's right, true. right. But in the wild, it's true. Yeah. That's why they're the way they are. They, you know, um, I, I just think these creatures were. I, I, you know, sometimes I want to say that they are Neanderthal, but I don't believe it. I believe they're hybrid, and how they became hybrid, I still don't know. Maybe it was through evolution. Maybe it was through genetic testing. But here's my theory. I don't think it was genetic testing by us. Um, we look at history. Maybe, like they say, the star people that came and maybe they did genetic testing. I don't know. I'm just throwing theories out there, Vince. Right, right. And it, it could be uh, some kind of Neanderthal that just went wild, went rogue, like... Uh, an animal will change when they go feral. I, I get that. And I mean, I've thought about that too, but who knows what these creatures truly are? I mean, we've heard them. We've smelled them. We know they exist. Uh, for those of you that are still on the fence, yeah, keep going out to the woods. Eventually, you'll hear or see something. Right. Uh, and I just think that they're hybrids, man. Right. And when you go out to the woods, you know, don't be, you don't have to be yelling. Like they said, just. No. Start a campfire, act normal, and they'll come to Do you. you think most people that have had experiences weren't trying to attract them, weren't hunting them. They were just out there enjoying the wilderness. Right. right. Doing their thing and through the noise. like they, And he brought up a good point. They have no TV, no internet. We are their entertainment. Yep, they, <laughs> they get curious, and that's why they come in close. Right. And makes sense. that made sense to me. I'm like, so now we know why they come in close. Right, but if you have an experience like that, you're either going to stay out of the woods or you're going to be obsessed with them. Yep. Yeah, and he, he was talking about that also. Like he said, there's three different kinds of people. And right. like the knowers, 
uh, he was talking about we don't get no grants from the government, so we buy all our equipment. Right. And we know that for a fact because I have a FLIR camera. Right. We have different stuff, and that stuff's not cheap. No. And oh. what, what did he say? If the government wants to give me a grant, I'll quit my job and hunt every day. <laughs> I'll hunt every day, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, if they do. But he did also bring up a good point, and I, I think they talked about this in this one, is, is, you know, everyone's afraid that if these creatures are real, that all the forests are going to be like, whoa, restricted. Right. Logging will come to an end. I was like, mm, that, I've heard that too, and that's a good argument. And it could possibly happen. It, a lot of it depends on uh, if they actually get a body and they figure out what it is. What it, right. Now, if it's a primate, uh, maybe they'll put a, a, away some land for them. I was going to say a reserve, if anything. But if it has human DNA, that's when they're going to stop everything. Everything. They're going to be like, nope, this is part human. We're not killing it. Nope. Matter of fact, we're going to give it food stamps. Yeah. And free college. That's right. We're, we're just going to take care of it. We're going to put it in public housing. Yep, and uh, we're going to keep those borders open. <laughs> That's right. All you people, you heard them commercials about Sasquatch, and, you know, and, well, if you haven't, watched the purple commercial. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're going to give it benefits. So. Yeah, and uh, not to get off topic here, but I, I did watch a different uh, documentary. This guy comes down, I, I believe, from Canada. He's yeah. a filmmaker, and... He went with these guys in Michigan, yeah. and they were looking around, and he, he had people telling their stories. These, some, one guy said he's seen them more than two dozen times, yeah. and one of them was like 15 feet right in front of him. And, and where did he see that one? In Probably Michigan. up north. Yeah, yeah. In Michigan. Yeah, but uh, it, w- it was pretty good till they got to this one lady, and that kind of, I don't know, I'm on the fence about this still. She said she could talk to them using her mind. Oh, they called me out. I even went through a portal and I saw where they lived. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> and then they were out uh, doing a night hunt. And uh, she's like, there's one over there in that direction with a child. Take your cameras over there. It's going to cross. And I mean, th- there was some things that they claimed was eye shine. You know, they had the cameras moving around. But... Right. There was fireflies all over also, so it's, I don't know. Okay. I wasn't there, but right. it, it looks suspect to me. But based, based on what you've seen, it was questionable. Yeah. You're like, this is yeah. suspect to But it, it started off good with the stories. Yeah. It even had one guy who claimed to have shot one. Right. Then he had the blood tested, and they said, uh, he said he sent it to three different labs, and they all came back unknown primate. Hmm. But if he shot one and took a blood sample, why didn't he take the body? Right, that's what I'm saying. And they're talking about three other ones that were killed where they took blood samples. Where's the body? That's what you need if you want proof and you want everyone to believe you. Or, or, or at least uh, chop off a hand. You know, you could see by the size, you could get DNA from it. Yeah, bring the body. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I understand if you're in the deep woods, uh, you'll have to quarter that thing to get it out of there. Well, well, if you're in the deep woods, then just bring the arm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but would you be the one walking through with the Sasquatch arm when they're all around you? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't think that's wise. <laughs> I really don't. Not me. We're we're gonna we're gonna fake them out. We're gonna take one arm and wrap it, and then we're gonna take a log and wrap it in the same blanket, and we're both gonna carry one on our shoulder. They'll be like, "Which way do we go?" Yep. 
John. See, that's what distinguishes us. That's what makes us different. Well, but uh, if they want to chase both of us, they're going to catch both of us. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, he's and, right. And they're going to use that log to beat us. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, this is the one, huh? All right, yeah. You like cutting off arms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this lady was, she said it started when she was a toddler. Her mom used to tell her that uh, she had an imaginary friend that was bigger than her dad and right. Harry and how she could speak to them. And, and, and when she got older in life, it was an every night occurrence. You know, they would go outside and chant outside her window. And What do you mean, chant? I don't know. That's what she said, chant. Chanting, calling the Bigfoot. No, 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 no. The Bigfoot would be out there chanting. Oh, okay. That's almost like chokeweed, huh? <laughs> I, are you sure it's not the same one? No, it's not. But I, <laughs> It's like chokeweed. They anyway, might be related. They may be anyway. All right. We're just talking amongst ourselves right now. We're sorry. We'll get back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but uh, you, you really got to form your own opinion. And like we said, we can't pass judgment on anyone because we weren't there right. when they're filming these or when they're telling their stories. Um, at the beginning of this documentary we watched, they were talking to this guy and he was telling his story. And he was real fidgety doing all this. I right. don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. But body language will tell you a lot. And I don't know what that means, but he just seemed nervous about telling the story. I don't know if he was lying or it just brought back memories that made him nervous. It could have been. Or so I'm not an expert on that, so I don't know. Well, that's, that's like a nervous tick. So. Right. I mean, if, if it's not drug-induced and it's natural, then that's, I think, reliving like a traumatic event because he's, like you said, fidgety, nervous. Like, oh, I know what's happening next. Yeah, because he, he did it. It looks like he didn't even know he was doing it. Right. Um, and I don't think Sasquatches do that. Nope. They throw rocks at you and say, you get the hell out. That's what they do. Yep. Uh, speaking of throwing rocks, I was watching that Alaskan killer Bigfoot again. Oh, yeah. He threw rocks and destroyed the tent. Yeah. <laughs> that one started off good for an episode or two. but And then it got kind of out there. Yeah, they kind of stretched it. It was, it was for TV. Especially when, yeah, when they brought in that big fog machine <laughs> yeah. to bless the, I'm like, really? Like, All right, bro. Come on, people. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yeah. But uh, we need more equipment, so if you want to sponsor us. That's right. We do. I didn't want to come out and just say it. No. Well, we're going to say it now. You know, <laughs> we're back and we'll take your donations. I'll send them to the email. <laughs> Uh, anyway, now, you know, that was one of the documentaries we watched, and it was good. Um, there's so many out there, but but like I said, we just talk about what we know and what we've experienced. Yeah. Um, now, come Sunday, the Small Town Monsters are going to release uh, Alaskan two. Coastal Sasquatch Part 2. Now, we watched Part 1, and I thought that was really good. It was, and we talked about a little bit about part one on our previous episodes. Yeah, but uh, I'm looking forward to part two, and we might have to discuss it next week. We will, because you know what? It comes out on Christmas Day, and I think I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it? I'm going to watch it. I'll so, probably watch it more than once. And, and if you've heard some of our previous episodes, we've talked about documentaries done by small town monsters they've done some really good ones yeah and i'm going to give them kudos because they're they're constantly out there making documentaries uh 
and they're only getting better and better. And I guess as they put out their documentaries and they make money off uh, the ads, they have that's their business. They have more money to put into better ventures, more better equipment, and uh, and that's what we want to do. So send us your money so we could go on an adventure. Yep, right? there you go. So we're doing it for you. <clears throat> that's right. <laughs> we're we're going to bring you some good footage. Trust me, we'll spend your money on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you uh, the one I was talking about with that lady who talks. And right. It, it's a guy. I watched several of his uh, his documentaries. He goes to different parts of the country and goes out with different people. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he's kind of a, a strange character himself. Right. But I'll send you those. You could watch them or watch part of them, see what you think. Cool. Um, I'm not pushing Gaia, but you are going to hear this too. Have you been watching Gaia? Uh Uh-uh. All right. This will be an off-camera discussion. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Um, Okay. Anyway, back to our topic of Sasquatch. I know this is a short episode, but we're back now in the studio getting it together. We have been watching, you know, documentaries trying to bring you and discuss what we've seen, uh, the information from us to you. But, you know, there's some things that we still got to look at and talk about because we want to go back to the Hamas people. Yep, uh, we're overdue. We are. We didn't go back at all. We went once this summer. Yes, once, once, but we usually go more than once. But I think we need to go back up there, and like I said, we need to take some good footage so that, you know, we've talked about it in our episodes, and we I need some of the people that watch us on YouTube to really see where we go the forest. Yeah. So I think we should take some good drone footage of as we go where we go, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll do kind of a documentary, show you where we've had experiences, where we found, like, possible tracks, like uh, when my dogs went with us. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, I, w- I was uh, at the hospital the other day, and I was wearing my Sasquatch shirt, and the guy asked me about it, and yeah. I started tying him a little bit. I told him about <coughs> when your dog yeah. found those tracks, and he's like, oh, and he wanted to look us up on YouTube. Tell me, yeah, check us out. Yeah. Check us out, because, uh, yeah, we've had some experiences, and I want to recap them and relive them with you guys. Um, let us know what you think. Send us an email. Yep, it'd be nice if we had a thermal drone to send it, up at it, night. It would, it would. So, and uh, if any of you guys know any good spots, and you're from New Mexico and it's up in the Hamas, let us know, man. Or or anywhere, you know, we might have to plan it out, but yeah, we'll definitely get yeah. up there. Well, they said we could go to Alaska. That man said we could go to his house anytime. But um, do you know how much it costs to go to Alaska? Yep. There again. And we don't have the time to hitchhike. Right. That's a long trip. Anyway, that's what we're talking about tonight. So if you guys want to donate to us, here we are. We need your money. Yeah, they're no, going to say, this was an infomercial. Yeah. No, we did talk about Sasquatch. <laughs> anyway, we're going to come back to you with more. And uh, this is our first episode back. Thanks for sticking it out with us, and we're going to bring you more content. Thanks for watching and listening. Hey, thanks for listening. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.